Hey, my friends, this is episode 26 of Exit the Drinking Life podcast with Debbie Talbert. On this one, the idea came to me on a flight that I was taking back right as I got notified in the air that the event I was going to attend got canceled while I was 35,000 feet up on the way there. Luckily, there was a flight back to my hometown an hour later. So I just turned around and flew right back. And during that flight, I started to focus on and decided to focus on describing the main problem that I solve for in my work as a life coach. And so that, my friends, the answer, I believe, is emotional suffering. That's going to be today's topic and how I help you guys with that. Welcome to Exit the Drinking Life. This is a podcast for the individual who is ready to exit, leave everything behind, all your beliefs about alcohol. You're ready to question them, to rethink them, and to explore the possibility of experiencing all life has to offer without a drink in your hand. Hey there, my friends. I'm so happy to be back with you guys post-op. I will say that has been quite the experience, and I am still experiencing all kinds of interesting pain happening, but I am allowing myself to rest and to sleep and actually feeling the physical pain, but yet not feeling it from a watcher and an observer as opposed to feeling sorry for myself that I am in this pain. And so um, I'm really applying my tools, even though what I'm having right this minute is physical pain. I am also having some of this uh, emotional suffering that I want to talk about today. And luckily, I have a coach that helps me. And so this is what I want to help you guys with today, because I know right now, right now in the world, there is a lot of needless emotional suffering going on. And so I want to share with you some of my insight and be there with tools for you guys. I do want to remind you guys that I am doing a giveaway. So if you want to go over to, I would love it if you'd go over to iTunes to allow more people to find us. That's why I'm doing this is because the more people that can find us, the more people that can end their emotional suffering, right? And so, um, because I also share resources, not just my own. And so, if something I discover will help you end emotional suffering in some way, for me, this is going to make our world a better place. Because we're going to be better moms, better dads, better sisters, better brothers, better wives, different. And um, we're going to have more compassion for our world. And we're going to need that. So... This is why I am super blessed to feel like I have these amazing skills and these amazing tools to be able to help you with. And so um, go over to ExitTheDrinkingLife.com. Look at episode 25. I describe the giveaway. Also, if you are on the email list, which you can get on that at JumpSeatCoaching.com. Within the emails, I'm also putting in the how-to steps and exactly what the giveaway is a $50 gift card. And then I'm also going to be giving away some AirPods. So let's get into the topic of today's episode and how the idea of the episode came to me. So as I said in the intro, is that I was scheduled to go to an event and I was really very, very excited about the event because I haven't seen my baby sister 
in a long time and she lives in Dallas and I was going to be staying with her and then um the night before because of everything that's going on with the um coronavirus right now in the world she called me to let me know that <clears throat> uh her husband had been exposed so he was on self-quarantine and that they both didn't feel right about me coming to their place and staying and exposing me to it so I made the decision to go ahead and book a different hotel. I was fine with their decision. It's, you know, I'm not going to argue with them because maybe they were right. Actually, they were right because they made that decision. That's what I've come to learn to believe, that the decisions we make are the right decisions because it's the one that we made at the time, right? And so I booked the hotel because the event was still going on. I was super excited to go there. It was something that was happening that was happening with the life coach school and the training I wanted to go to. Right. And so I wanted to also meet in person all these people that I have been getting to know over the last year almost that we have been going through our certification process together via video, right? And so this virtual thing but it was gonna be so awesome, even though we were gonna have to be doing um elbow taps and foot taps, right? And maybe that should just be our new thing, right? Why shake hands anymore? You know, maybe we can have a different perspective. Maybe it can be okay to do a foot tap, to do an elbow tap. What if we just start doing that? Okay, I digress. <laughs> but that is an idea. What if we just start doing that? And so, because <clears throat> the kids don't do the high fives anymore, right? So anyway, as I'm going and I'm 35,000 feet up, by the time I land, my friend that I was going to be having dinner with, she sends me a text message and says, oh, the event was just canceled. And that was probably 10 minutes before I landed, landed at such and such time. Now, for me, because my sister and her husband um, are, were under self-quarantine, and then also because I do standby, to get everywhere I'm going, I just chose instead of leaving the airport to just see if there was a flight back and turn around and come back. You know, luckily for me, there was because I also knew I was going to be having surgery a few days later. So luckily there was a flight 60 minutes later. So I just turned around and the flights have been very empty. So it was very easy to get on. And I, I went back to West Palm Beach. And so I asked myself, Okay, self, brain Debbie, what would be the best thing that you can do? So I decided to like ponder and focus on how would it be that I describe the focus and the main problem that I solve for as I move into this new career as a life coach, right? And I came to the answer of motion, emotional suffering because my goal with my work is really to help people understand that we don't need to have pain about our pain. Like right now, yes, it makes sense that we're all in a state of pain and in a state of emotional heightenedness because there's so much change and new data coming at us all over the place and so many things are changing in all of our lives. So of course you're gonna allow yourself in this moment to make sense that there would be pain and you wouldn't necessarily be judging your pain. However, what I believe is that we are so conditioned and so raised to believe and brought up to believe that if we're unhappy about something, there must be something wrong with us and that we need to hurry up and change it because 
we shouldn't be unhappy. And so the first thing I want to bring into you as something different and to think about, and because I'm all about asking you to open up your mind, get curious and wrap your wrap yourself around the idea of a possibility of something different, right? And so it's part of life is 50-50. Even without what's going on, and right now we're in part of the 50, it's not that great, right? So of course, we're going to have all these different emotions coming up, right? But it's also always part of life, no matter who you are, no matter what you have, what you don't have, parts of life are hard. Parts of life are difficult. Challenging things happen. People die. People get sick. People get in accidents. Jobs without what's going on are lost. Family members get lost. Like There's all kinds of stuff that goes on that would cause us pain and it makes logical sense to cause us pain. But then there's also on the other side, sometimes you just wake up. I know I've experienced it. I'm experiencing it a lot right now, but it's physical from the surgery. But sometimes you just wake up and you're like, oh, okay. I don't feel so great. I don't know what it is. It's kind of meh. Um, there's not really a reason. Nothing actually happened, but I'm kind of meh right now. And so... A lot of times when we do that, the pain about the pain is we needlessly suffer and cause ourselves emotional suffering about thinking, okay, I got to hurry up and fix that. And I know when I first started learning all of this thought work and how my thoughts, and this was probably seven, eight years ago via the law of attraction realm, oh no, you can't have any negative thoughts. And to me, I've come to believe that's not actually true that you need to allow yourself knowing that yes, my thought is my pain is coming. The emotional part is coming from the thought. Yes, but it's okay for me to sit with it, right? It's okay for me to body scan it. It's okay for me to notice it in my body. It's okay for me to be the watcher of it. And if I choose to be in that thought for right then for the moment, right? Knowing that I can always have the power to change it. And part of this work and helping in the emotional suffering is also like the episode I did on the river of misery is allowing yourself to realize, okay, this is part of the hard part. This is part of the misery. I'm not going to beat myself up about not feeling happy all the time, or I'm not going to avoid this unhappy feeling with something like alcohol, food, TV, shopping, I don't know, many things, scrolling Facebook, right? And so um, <clears throat> this is why I believe my work is to help with the solving for emotional suffering because so many of us do it so uh, without it being necessary. And so if we can accept that pain will be inevitable, it will come along in life and be more alive for it, then we don't actually need to suffer, Right. And so if we can stop arguing with our pain or think that we shouldn't be feeling it, the suffering will stop. We can actually sit back, become the watcher, I'm the observer. And like I talk about the Dr. Watsons, and then we don't have to create that unnecessary emotional suffering for ourselves because we're simply trying to avoid feeling the negative emotions. 
And when we're doing that, and how we're causing the suffering is we're not really showing up fully for life, right? And we're really robbing ourselves of the life we could have. So this is what I want to dive a little bit deeper into is like the emotional balance. And I also want to get a little bit more descriptive because I did do the quick one episode on feeling your feelings right before the um and I want to do that a little better because I feel like it would be a little more beneficial if it was a little bit better and you understood it a little better, especially right now with what is um, happening out in our world. So right now with what's happening in the world, if you will allow yourself to let the negative emotions come up, and this is even once this is over right? Because I really believe that we are humans capable of loads of compassion. And we're going to come back from this with innovative, creative ways, stronger, more compassionate, and all kinds of things that we're going to see from the human kindness that's going to be going on in the world, right? And so, but you're still going to have this life is part hard. And so that's the first part is accepting that it's okay, that life is part hard, nothing has gone wrong if you are unhappy. And then the key behind this is to just allow yourself to lean in and allow the negative emotions that are going to come up with everything that's going on. And you're going to have the negative emotions that are going to come up with trying to transform your relationship with alcohol. You're going to have the negative emotions coming up now with everything that's going on. Even like myself with the event in that moment, I didn't really have any because I just focused on, all right, I need to get back home. I'm having surgery. But I was highly disappointed, right? Because I was looking very forward to allowing um, and meeting these people in person. And I will get to do that. Just not yet, right? And so I allowed myself to experience via a body scan, like where was this? in my body. So that's part of what I did on the airplane too, is like, where was this disappointment? What did it feel like in my body? And so just like I described in the one where if you can kind of do a body scan and allow yourself to feel it and start practicing feeling your emotions and even make yourself a little notebook. Like, so as I've been doing this more and more, and I've started to put myself through the body scan process and where are my emotions so for me the disappointment was like gray rain clouds and it just looked like it was going to instead of being a happy florida sunny day it was going to be a day where it's going to be gray and rain cloud looking all day and very high humidity and my body was going to be uncomfortable in this physical humidity stiffness of the humid air, right? And so for me, that's what disappointment is like. And so as I may notice, okay, I'm feeling like even though it's bright, sunny outside, I am having this like gray, high humidity about the rain in Florida feeling, right? So then that's my sign. Oh, wait, disappointment is here. All right, so I'm going to watch disappointment a little bit. Doesn't mean I'm going to sit around and not do what I had planned. I'm just going to notice, okay, disappointment is with me. Kind of like that commercial, it reminds me of that commercial where the um, 
they're advertising about being unable to hold your bladder. And I'm having that, you know, after my surgery. And so it's that thing that's pulling the lady around that character, right? And pulling her around. He, she's The character's present in her life all the time. Of course, they're trying to sell you something to solve for it, right? I'm trying to allow you to learn and teach you and help you to learn that the best way to do this is allow this emotion to be there because the more you allow it, the faster it will go away. And the more you can allow your feelings and you can also begin to teach your kids to allow their feelings. And um, instead of reacting and pushing against them, which is when the emotional suffering comes in. And you're trying to pretend like things aren't happening. They're not going away. And if you notice, like when we're trying to avoid it altogether and even questioning, like, there's no reason in my life for this to be happening. Why am I having this? What's wrong with me kind of thing? Instead of giving yourself grace, noticing, oh, okay, disappointment or whatever that emotion is, it's going to be with me today. All right. Thank you. I see you. I got you. Because what you're trying, what you're really doing is then you start to react in the other areas of your life, right? You might have noticed you had the disappointment. You're not really sure why. You don't really need to figure out why. Just let it be there and sit with it. And maybe if you just sit a few moments, it will probably dissipate. And maybe if it doesn't, then you think of it like that character that's going to come with you for the little while. And eventually the character will go away, right? And, but if you try to resist it, then something else happened, you get, you go ahead and get out of bed and you stub your toe. Then you start screaming because you stub your toe. Then uh, your spouse leaves the cream for the coffee on the counter. And then you decide this is a terrible person because they can't even put the cream back in the refrigerator, right? Then you make it about your relationship. And if you'll notice when you're trying to resist the emotions, you start to bring it and carry it into all parts of our life. But I think the reason we try to do that is because we think that if we let it come, it's going to carry into the rest of our lives, right? And I want to invite you to know that the opposite actually happens. If you just think of it as like, oh, that's that purse. It's coming. That character thingy is tagging along with me. Okay. All right. But I don't have to make it mean anything else about the rest of my life, right? And so <clears throat> this is the awesome time if you're working less or working from home so you're not having the commute time I realize maybe the kids might be there but this is the awesome opportunity to start taking the time to think about what you're thinking to start allowing yourselves to to do like a body scan for your emotions and practice trying on and allowing and processing your feelings. So there's a couple of different ways that I want to teach you guys about how to do this besides the seven-step process that I taught in the episode on the fly. And so one of the ways you could do this is to describe your experience as if you are describing it to a Martian who has never experienced it before, right? So just write down the experience and what does it feel like? Where is it in the body? What are they thinking? Provide an example um, of what it might be. Like, how would you give an example of a story of what this might be for you and like, like my clouds in the sun. And so by doing this also, it's allowing you to actually be in the space of watcher, which is the other way. 
is the other um, process you could use is become the watcher because it helps you to witness yourself, right? And to start to realize this negative emotion isn't really something to keep hiding from. It's not something to like turn on the TV show from, to have that drink from, to buy that extra thing that I don't need right now from, to eat that extra cookie, right? If I just pause and be this watcher of it, wonder what would happen if I just did that. After I did this a few moments, five minutes, few moments, whatever, a little while, don't really focus on timing it, just do it and see what would actually happen. And then the last one, kind of like I was kind of describing, is um, pretend like you're holding its hand like a little child with like curiosity-like and talk to it like you would an innocent little child and describe what you're feeling to a little child, right? And so as you do this and you're open up to the emotion, it will allow the emotion in and it will also allow it to move away. And so that's what I want to leave you guys with today because a lot of emotions I know are going to be coming up with you guys, right? And so I am here to help you if you want to work with me directly as a coach. You can check out everything that I offer over at jumpseatcoaching.com. Um, also, there are some opportunities I've been sharing via email. So that's going to be the best place to go and to opt in and get on the email list and everything I discover even other people that are doing free things out there and free coaching and podcasts that I find that are on this topic of our emotions, I will be sharing them as I find things and more things to help you. You have been listening to Exit the Drinking Life podcast with Debbie Talbert. It is my honor, pleasure, and joy to come to you each and every week with insight, information, ideas, tools, and tips to help you exit the drinking life. If you'd like to know more about how you can work with me directly, then go to jumpseatcoaching.com and there you can find out everything I offer and how we can connect and work together directly.